0: Marriage, A Lifetime Commitment, Done God's Way, Part 10. Welcome to Moments with Mo. I pray that all is well with you and yours. Today's podcast will focus on a few different views and opinions and, of course, the truth scripture. Let's pray. Father God, creator of the universe, the only true and living good God, thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, the living word. Thank you for intimacy and a real relationship with you. We don't take you or your blessings for granted. We bless you, Father God. Amen. Well, marriage, a lifetime commitment done God's way, is doable and attainable in the highest form if and when we submit to how God say to be a husband and wife. There are no substitutions in becoming one. The Word of God says so many times in Scripture about how husbands should treat their wife and how wives should treat their husband. Listen, single, engaged, those that are desiring to be married get this firsthand uncompromised uncontaminated undoctrinated word of god now on how to become before you say i do for a lifetime side note if you have problems with commitment to anything holy please 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 don't go stringing someone along as if you don't have commitment issues when we wholeheartedly commit to the ways of the lord jesus christ With the power of the Holy Spirit, we are more than able, capable to flee the very appearance of sin. We are more than capable of loving our wife like Christ loved the church. We are more than capable of respecting our husband. We are more than conquerors. But it is when we submit all to Jesus Christ, to Lord over our lives. And guess what? He knows best. Holy matrimony is just that, holy set apart from sin, has no part in sin and selfishness or regrets and or past toxic baggage. There is a good commitment and sinful commitment. Example. And listen, by no means am I throwing rocks at anybody, but this needs to be and should be discussed and taken care of before the two becomes one. There is a need to speak to that mountain of lust, pornography, and all sexual sin, lying, stealing, pain, anger, bitterness, etc. And tell it to be plucked up by the roots, included, and tossed into the sea. Be completely done away with anything that has everything to do with darkness and what God hates. You don't want to become one carrying past issues and load all that junk into another person who had absolutely nothing to do with you or your past. Hopefully, somebody's helped with this. Marriage is a serious covenant. And if you feel like it ain't all or it don't take all of that, then my friend, you are not ready for a lifetime commitment done God's way. To become one for a lifetime, and yes, happiness is possible for a lifetime. One, you have to choose to be happy and not put your responsibility on your spouse to make you happy. That's not fair. And you are setting yourself up for major disappointments. Our happiness comes from within. Who is within? The Holy Spirit himself. Yes, the Holy Spirit is personified. That's who we should look for. Look to for the impossible. Listen to this. Listen to all of this. Galatians 5, 16 through 25, the amp says, But I say, walk habitually in the Holy Spirit, Seek him and be responsive to his guidance, and then you will certainly not carry out the desires of the sinful nature, which responds impulsively without regard for God and his precepts. For the sinful nature has this desire, which is opposed to the spirit, and the desire of the spirit opposes the sinful nature. For these two, the sinful nature and the spirit are in direct opposition to each other. Continually in conflict, so that you, as believers, do not always do whatever good things you want to do. But if you are guided and led by the Spirit, you are not subject to the law. Now, the practices of the sinful nature are clearly evident. They are sexual immorality, impurity, sensuality, total irresponsibility, and lack of self-control, adultery, sorcery, hostility, strife. Jealousy, fits of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions that promote heresies, envy, drunkenness, righteous behavior, and other things like these. I warn you beforehand, just as I did previously, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. But this is very important also. But the fruit of the Spirit, this is what we should be releasing on a daily basis with our spouses to our spouses but the fruit of the spirit the result of his presence within us is love unselfish concern for others joy inner peace patience not the ability to wait but how we act while waiting kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control against such things there is no law and those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature together with his passions and appetites. If we claim to live by the Holy Spirit, we must also walk by the Spirit with personal integrity, godly character, and moral courage, our conduct empowered by the Holy Spirit. Do you see how important Holy Spirit is in this? We must not become conceited, challenging or provoking one another, envying one another, Okay, so moving forward, here are a few scriptures that you can really meditate on and invite Holy Spirit to reveal and teach you what the Lord is saying and how to treat your spouse or soon to be spouse. How much better would it be if you're prepared before you commit for life to marry? Wow. Okay, so first Peter three, one through six wives and soon to be wives. This is really good. This is really, really good. So I'm going to read First Peter 1 through 6. In the same way, you wives be submissive to your own husbands, subordinate, not as inferior, but out of respect for the responsibilities entrusted to husbands and their accountability to God. And so partnering with them, so that even if some do not obey the word of God they may be won over to Christ without discussion by the godly lives of their wives. When, you see your modest and re- when they see your modest and respectful behavior together with your devotion and appreciation, love your husband, encourage him, and enjoy him as a blessing from God. Your adornment must not be merely external with interweaving and elaborate knotting of the hair and wearing gold jewelry or being superficially preoccupied with dressing in expensive clothes. Do you hear that? It's not the outer appearance, it's the end, it's the heart. But let it be the inner beauty of the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable quality and unfading charm of a gentle and peaceful spirit, one that is calm and self-controlled, not over anxious but serene and spiritually mature, which is very precious in the sight of God. All of us could work on that. For this is the way in the former times, the holy women who hoped in God used to adorn themselves, being submissive to their own husbands and adapting themselves to them. Just as Sarah obeyed Abraham, following him and having regard for him as head of their household. Amen. All right, so that is very, very good for all of us wives and soon-to-be wives to really study that and get that in our spirit and you know, just give ourselves over to the Lord so we can become and be the wives that God created us to be. The next one, let's read this one together, Ephesians 5, the Amplified Version. Okay, so we're going to listen to all of this. this. These words are so important. So this is, Therefore, become imitators of God, copy him and follow his example, as well-beloved children imitate their father and walk continually in love, that is, value one another, practice empathy and compassion. That's, that's those two words are so important. If you don't have empathy or compassion, you you really don't have a soul. OK, and so unselfishly seeking the best for others, just as Christ also loved you and gave himself up for us and offering and sacrifice to God slain for us so that it became a sweet fragrance. But sexually immorality and all moral impurity, indecent, offensive behavior or greed must not even be hinted at among you. As it is proper among saints, for as believers, our way of life, whether in public or in private, reflects the validity, validity, sorry, of our faith. Let there be no filthiness and silly talk, or coarse, obscene, or vulgar joking, because such things are not appropriate for believers. But instead, speak of your thankfulness to God. For be sure of this, no immoral, impure, or greedy person, for that one is, in effect, an adulter, has any inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God, for such a person place a higher value on something other than God. Those are some good words. <laughs> we can really, really take heed to what the word of the Lord is saying. Okay, And we still can inter- implant the implant use this for our marriage okay so i'm going to read first corinthians 7 and that's this is the amplified okay i'm going to read a few verses on um first corinthians 7. now you would want the word of god instead of anybody's opinion okay because tell i'm telling you marriage done god's way is fail proof okay so seven start with seven verse 1 Now as to the matters of which you wrote it is good beneficial for a man not to touch a woman outside of marriage okay but because of the temptation of the temptation to participate in sexual immorality let each man have his own wife one wife and let each woman have her own husband the husband must fulfill his marital duty to his wife with good will and kindness and likewise the wife to her husband The wife does not have exclusive authority, listen to this, over her own body. Did you hear that? So your body don't belong to you. It ain't just yours, okay? But the husband shares with her. And likewise, the husband does not have exclusive authority over his body, but the wife shares with him. Do not deprive each other of marital rights, sex, period except perhaps by mutual consent for a time so that you may devote yourselves unhindered to prayer but come together again so that Satan will not tempt you to sin because of your lack of self-control. Okay? Um, And let me drop down to... Let's see. And that's it. Okay, so number 14. If number 13... And if any believing woman has an unbelieving husband and he consents to live with her, she must not leave him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified. That is, he received the blessings granted through his Christian wife. And the unbelieving wife is sanctified through her believing husband. Okay? You get that? Good. Let that sink in. Because we're so quick to just jump ship. Just easily just leave you know and it's like no you don't just leave (laughs) there's too much that's at stake here so let me go to proverbs 24 4 amp for husbands a virtuous oh this one's for wives a virtuous and excellent wife worthy of honor is the crown of her husband but she who shames him with her foolishness is like rottenness to his bones wow Okay, so husbands and husbands-to-be, read, study, and meditate Proverbs 18.22. Proverbs 18.22. He who finds a true and faithful wife finds a good thing and obtains favor and approval from the Lord. That is amazing. And then you can read Ephesians 5.25-33 and Hebrews 13.4. All right. And so let's stop here. I have given much information to be studied prior to marriage and for those that are married. Married already. Listen, I get it. I hear all of you. However, you can only allow the Lord God to work on you. We can pray to the rapture absence for another person to change their actions and their anti-God ways. But, you know, and God is sorry. He can change anybody at any time, but he will not go against a person's free will. The other person has to want to change. But in the meantime, allow the Lord to work on you completely and stand and watch the salvation of the Lord God work a miracle through you so he can get all the glory. Amen. Thank you once again for listening to Moments With Mo, and please be kind to share this podcast with others. Sharing good is caring. Don't forget, while praying for your marriage, be sure to pray for someone else's marriage. God is a God of restoration. Remember that. Bountiful blessings to you and your family.